The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. My co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, will be with us in just a moment, and we're so excited that you're joining us today. Between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. Each show we have someone who has some exciting information that's going to help you perform in the top 10%. And today we have Dr. T.C. North. He is a high-performance executive business coach and a professional speaker. T.C. is the CEO and founder of an organization called Catalyst High Performance. For the last two decades, Dr. North has been providing executive coaching and consulting to small and medium business-sized businesses to create high-performing organizations that have an extraordinary profitability and that people love to work for. Now, isn't that what we all want? He coaches and accelerates uh, the success of CEOs, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals by helping them train their minds like world-class athletes to blast through fear, build courage and confidence, and develop their business plans and culture to maximize success. I'm personally very excited about getting some tips from uh, TC here. His work has resulted in dramatically increased revenue, sometimes increases of 200 to 300%, so we'll ask him about that. He delivers keynotes and workshops on two topics. One is success secrets of world-class athletes and business leaders, and another is blasting through fear. I think today we're going to focus on a little bit of both of those. Um, Because of TC's uh, 20-plus years of unique, notable, high-performance executive coaching, he has been featured on TV and newspapers and business journals and scientific journals. And, you know, Kathy and I always want to bring you the best in current leadership topics, interviews with proven leaders, and we always want to provide evidence-based best practices to help you develop more leaders in your organization. And Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Relly. Um, I am delighted today that we're going to be speaking with Dr. T.C. North. We have um, recently heard him speak uh, at a great program uh, in the uh, Dallas, Texas area, and uh, I can't wait to learn more myself. But I know that everybody, <clears throat> pardon me, who's listening, boy, got a little frog in my throat here this morning. Everyone who's listening <clears throat> wants to know that, boy, oh boy, <laughs> that we have leaders who have a heartbeat. Boy, I hope I have one after the show. But we know that leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. And we know that leaders will sometimes underestimate just how much influence they have over others, and as a result, they and their teams can underperform. But we know that doing just a few things differently can drastically improve your performance and your organization. And what you'll learn in each and every one of our shows is how to develop more leaders in your organization, what happy companies know about performance, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. We all well, almost always bring something into the mix about emotional intelligence and positive psychology strategies to be your best. We talk about brain and neuroscience contributions to top performance, generation, and gender differences that make a difference in your ability to be your best, work-life balance practices, strategies for managing yourself, well, managing yourself and managing your best. And I think that's what we're going to get at today when we talk to our speaker, Dr. T.C. North. So there are many tools for you to learn from us and from our guests. But before we turn the show over to T.C. North, Relly, maybe you can talk to our 
audience just a little bit about why we think leadership is so important and the science behind being a leader. Great. Thanks, Kathy. Um, This is something we always like to do at the beginning of our shows. And we talk about leaders, and the reason is we know leaders have 50 to 70% influence over the climate of their team. Because emotions are contagious, who's the most contagious person? It's the leader. And that's why we call them the emotional thermostat for the team. They really kind of set the temperature for the team. One of the keys to being a star performer, and that's what we define as someone in the top 10%, is this whole aspect of emotional intelligence. A lot of our shows, we look at kind of key uh, tips, strategies about how to raise emotional intelligence and positive psychology. As a leader, the more you move up in the corporate ladder, anywhere from 85% or so of the competencies that are going to allow you to be successful are in this world of emotional intelligence when compared to how smart you are, your IQ, or technical expertise. So when you look at those three factors, especially around hiring, typically it's the emotional intelligence factors that have the greatest weight. And we focus on helping you get your B players to be A players, and some of that comes from the research that if you can get someone in the top 10%, they produce twice as much revenue to the organization as managers in the 11th through the 89th percentile. And we also know that all three of us on the call are are coaches, and so um, training is always important. Training, we know from some of the research, can get about a 22% increase in productivity. But if you add training and then ongoing coaching in your organization, um, you can get about an 88% increase in productivity. And one of the keys is doing a few things differently. So we hope from TC you'll get a few things that you can do differently and move forward. And both Kathy and I have the Excel Institute, which is a way to bring coaching and training to your organization. And you can get uh, more information from that from excelinstitute.com. Let me tell you a little bit about Kathy, and then she'll give you a kind of brief briefing about me, and then we'll go right into asking TC questions. Kathy, as you know, is a best-selling author of of a few different books, um, What Happy Companies Know, What Happy Women Know, What Happy Working Mothers Know. And Kathy holds a Ph.D. in behavioral sciences and is an international recognized authority on human behavior. She's the former managing partner of two of the world's best consulting firms, Accenture and Computer Science Corporations, and the founder and executive director of the Institute of Strategic Leadership at the LeBeau College of Business at Drexel University. And her website, for more information about her keynotes and her coaching services, is h2cleadership.com. Thanks, Riley. It's um, always a delight to be your co-host on our program. And for those of you who have not met my esteemed co-host, Dr. Riley Nadler, is a licensed psychologist and a master certified coach with the International Coach Federation, their highest coaching certification. He has worked with 15,000 leaders over the last 30 years, helping them become top performers, leading with emotional intelligence in his fifth book. He is also certified in the Emotional Competency Inventory, or ECI. Richard Boyatzis, Daniel Goleman, and the Hay Group's 360-degree feedback measuring emotional intelligence tool. Dr. Nadler is a thought leader for making emotional intelligence practices and hands-on for leaders the best you can be. And you can visit Dr. Riley Nadler at www.truenorthleadership.com for emotional intelligence books, free assessments, tools, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching boot camps. Well, thanks, Kathy. And um, just a little bit more about uh, TC. We, gave a, <clears throat> we usually do a shorter intro in the beginning, and now uh, a little bit that we didn't say, and then we'll start into with our questions. Um, as I hear that we're about ready to uh, go to a break, let me just mention that uh, Dr. North is a high-performance sports psychology consultant, and he has mentally trained world champions, national champions, Olympic athletes, golf professionals, and national team and professional sports teams. So with that little bit of entry uh, into more about him, we're going to go to a break, and then we'll be right back, and we're going to pick his brain on how you can be a top performer.
stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network. leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence? so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and in internationally acclaimed what happy companies know is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the happiness equals profits business formula kathy's company h2c happy companies healthy people provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching group programs and as an electrifying conference speaker catch kathy greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, whathappyworkingmothersknow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. And we have a wonderful guest today, Dr. T.C. North, and he's going to talk to us about his unique skills coming from an educational and experiential background that includes high-performance sports, organizational, and clinical psychology. Welcome, T.C. Well, thanks. I'm really happy to be here. I really enjoyed meeting you two in Fort Worth last week. Well, we enjoyed meeting you, too, and I know that our audience is going to get a lot out of learning from you today about fear, about breaking through, and about being successful. But, you know, we start every one of our shows with one question that we would love to hear from you on, and that is, who have been the most influential people, thinkers, in your life and career, and how have they shaped you and your thinking about your work today? Yeah, that's a, such a nice question. Um, and Kathy, there's, there's such a host of people. You know, let me let me bring it down to a couple. Uh, I have to start with my dad because I can remember my dad saying to me, "I believe you can do anything you choose." And I think you know, from the work that we all do, uh, high performance work, you know, that's a fundamental belief that if people don't have that, they're not going to reach that top 10%. And so I, it's a great gift that he gave me, the, the belief. You know, he instilled that belief. And that PC, I can, can you speak up just a little bit? Uh, yeah. There you um, go. My dad, he, uh, he gave me the belief that I can do anything I choose. And that's a great gift because I think you know, that's fundamental to becoming a, uh, a top performer 
is belief in yourself, and then, of course, you know, that you have to be willing to pay that price. But it starts with belief in self and belief that you can do anything even when you don't know how. And then the second person I'd have to credit with really um, forming me as a personal teacher was a physician that I worked for right out of graduate school. And it's funny that where we find our teachers. And, uh, and I was working with him in a wellness clinic, and he asked if I would accept a speaking engagement in my area of expertise. And my response to Robert was, no. I am shy, and I'm introverted, and I don't do public speaking. And, of course, you guys, well, you, um, Kathy, you heard me speak last week, so you know I obviously must have not continue with that thought. You kind of broke out of that. You kind of broke out of that. And uh, so when I said that, he just said, he pointed at me and said, sit down. Kind of reminded me like uh, the old uh, Asian karate master with the bamboo stick hitting uh, a student. So I did, and what he said has always stuck with me. He said, I sense you want to be the cream of the crop in your field. Yeah. So I'm going to recommend you accept the speaking engagement and every other speaking engagement ever offered to you, and then create some additionally. That's great. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's amazing to think that you were an introvert. Well, I'm an extreme introvert. And so maybe, you know, say a little bit about like that, because I know in uh, leadership, you know, uh, probably 45% of the population are are more introverted. But so anything that you have to do, because I... Watched your patient, you know, on your website that our folks could do, and, and why don't you give us our website? Give you, give our listeners a website, but then just answer like, what do you, anything quickly have to do to get ready to speak like that? Yeah, my website is tcnorth n o r t h dot com. Just my name, tcnorth dot com. You know, really, Kathy, because I am an introvert, I, I've, I've adapted because the, you know, my desire to be an entrepreneur and, and, and not get um, stuck in corporate America um, because I, I don't have a good personality for that. I tend to be a very free thinker and I uh, like to make quick decisions and, and uh, move to Boulder because it fit me culturally. But you know, for me to do any kind of presentation takes tremendous energy, and I need recovery time afterwards. I see. So I just know that about myself, and I love to present. I love being on stage. I love sharing with audiences, and, you know, I'm somewhere around 500 presentations now in my career, and I still get really nervous. Uh-huh. How long does it last? Because I, 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 I know Kathy and I are both <coughs> extroverts, um, but I know for me it doesn't, you know, it's a little bit until maybe the first sentence or two is out of my mouth, but how about for you? Uh, how long does the the, nerv- yeah, the nervousness uh, last? It depends. Uh, <laughs> and it depends on the audience and the topic. Uh-huh. The, the the more I've done a presentation, the less nervous I am, um, and you know the more I understand and know that particular audience, uh-huh. the less nervous I am. So at the, at the top end, if it's thousands of people and I don't know the audience well, and they ask me to do something a little bit different. You know, that, that's going to be the, the most stressful. Yeah. And it's probably getting through that first three to five minutes, you know. And, in fact, I just coached uh, a buddy of mine this morning on that. He has to present to uh, a, a huge group, and it's, gonna, it's, it's a, it's a career-changing event for his business. Wow. Yeah, it actually it is a career-changing event where he's talking to a whole group of um, people who can buy his services. And if uh-huh. 5% of them buy, which probably more like 20% are going to buy because they really need what he offers, He's going to be overwhelmed, and so he's actually dealing with how does he handle an influx of business. But we're talking about that. You know, how do you just get through that first three minutes in yeah. your style yeah, yeah. and connect with your audience? If you can connect with your audience and relax and be with them, you know, then you can get into the flow. So, TC, in, in looking at where you are now and how you got to be in this wonderful place where you can help other people, deliver high performance and get through that anxious fear, that nervousness. Um, You've worked with world-class athletes, with entrepreneurs, and with salespeople. Why these three groups? Fun question, Uh, Kathy. Thanks. These three groups, and it wasn't necessarily planned this way, 
But if you, the commonality between these three groups is, I call them at-risk groups. Mm. You know, these are groups psychologically who lay it on the line every day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're an athlete, obviously it's performance-based. If you're a commissioned salesperson, it's performance-based. If you're an entrepreneur, you know, you, you, you sell and you serve or you starve. And so that's the psychology I really understand. It's people who have to perform under pressure. And I, I don't really understand people who aren't in that psychology as well. Mm, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, perfectly. So, so the, the, as we would kind of use this language, the spotlight's always on them, and they have to produce, and, and once the spotlight's on, they have to be on, and, and the result of that is going to be the success or failure of their performance or their business. Yeah, it's right there. You succeed or fail, you know, you, you eat or starve. So, you know, I know you have a, uh, it's, uh, well, I imagine you have a sports background. I'm always interested because I have a sports background. What what kind of uh, sports <clears throat> did you play and then that may have lead to what kind of athletes that get attracted to you? I have a sports background, really. Um, I was gifted with a, a good heart for sports and a good mind for sports, but not a good body for sports. <laughs> that was good. I was, I was waiting to hear that. That was a good build-up. I always had to overcome that I'm small, weak, and slow. <laughs> so did you play a lot of different sports? In- I, I did. In high school, I, I played football and track and actually thought I was going to a uh, small Division three college on a football scholarship, which is... Uh, actually, what I wanted to study was physical therapy, and it was a perfect fit for me. Blew out my knee in high school, and back then, you know, it took forever to recover. And uh-huh, sure. So I was not offered that scholarship and actually never played football in college. And um, by my junior year in college, I just I took up tennis just for something to do and made the tennis team in college in my junior yeah. year. And that was really fun. And, uh, and then as a kid, I played. I grew up playing hockey. Grew up just south of Montreal, New York State. Okay. And uh, we played hockey all over the U.S. and Canada. It was amazing that you know, as kids we traveled all over the place and uh, played at the national level at uh, hockey, even in junior high. So. Oh, okay. So you really know what it's like to be on a team, and then also in tennis, you know, to kind of be the one person on the court, and so kind of both sides of it—the teamwork and the kind of the spotlight, where you're the individual performer. Yes, exactly, and, and those are very different. And, and I really love team sports. I, I love the bond. Yeah, I talk about that with with kids all the time. You know, and professional athletes. You know, when I when I talk with professional athletes who've retired, you know what they say, really? When you know, when they miss the most, yeah, they miss the locker room. Yeah, exactly. You know, they they list they miss the bond you have. You know, when you when you take on a challenge that great, and I think that's true of great business teams too. When you're on a great business team, if you ever had that experience where you, you take on a really challenging goal and right. you go at it like an athletic team, you know, and you come together, you know, in that incredibly synergistic way, I hate to use you know, that word because it's a little bit overused, but it truly fits here, um, you know, and then you get into the flow as a team as well as an individual, that's a, that's a high, that's an experience right. that is memorable for life. Well, I know just from doing a lot of sports myself, you get all the pre-moments, you know, in the locker room where some people are quiet, some people are joking around, you know, and then you get you get the moments that you're on the court, and then you have the moments afterwards. So you really get that full picture, which sometimes you don't get all three of those necessarily in the business world. Yeah, very good. And actually, I love that you just brought that up because you talked about me being an introvert. I have to go through a whole, you know, pre-speech preparation process to be at my best, mm-hmm. as does an extrovert. But the interesting thing is we'll probably do just exactly the opposite. Right, right. You know, an introvert has to kind of, you know, I have to be really quiet, and if people talk to me, my, my family learned, you know, if I have a really big presentation, just stay out of my way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't talk to me because I don't want to talk to anybody. Well, and I think like you say it's the energy, and you have to cut, you're probably putting together all the energy and getting really clear about what you want to do. Well, it's not only when you're going into it, it's also when you're coming out of it. I know I have friends who always say, uh, I can only handle so much being so charismatic in one day. <laughs> but we'll talk to you more about this subject as soon as we hear from our sponsors. This is Leadership Development News, so don't go away.
up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint by the numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence? so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, whathappyworkingmothersknow.com, or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Dr. T.C. North, a high-performance executive business coach, also a professional speaker. Um, T.C., one of the interesting things that we were talking about for ourselves, but also I imagine that you deal with all the time with executives, and it seems like you have been able to zero in on this idea of fear as being one of the obstacles to success. And maybe you can kind of walk us through maybe why, why fear, and then we'll get into maybe some of the strategies that you use. Yeah, thanks, really. And, and, of course, you know, you being in clinical psychology, this should be really familiar, you know, with your background. Yeah. You know, whether, whether I've worked with an elite athlete or an elite business person, you know, when I really come down to what blocks them, you know, from, from being successful in that 10% and greater level, you know, like I just interviewed Jeremy Bloom, three-time world champion in mogul skiing and two-time Olympian who won 11 gold medals in the World Cup. And, and what Jeremy said was, you know, Competition at that level, at his level, was 90 to 95% mental. Wow. If you think of mogul skiing, it's very technical, it's very physical. But yeah. to be the best, to be great, it's, it's the mental game. Huh. So, you know, when I look at blocks to success, certainly there's blocks of competency and experience and things like that. But that's you know, not what people are coming to me for. They're coming to me for the mental game. And at the bottom of the mental game is... You know, what, what the blocks are around limiting beliefs, limiting belief systems, usually formed in childhood somehow, and associated fears. 
Yeah. Say, say those again. So those three of them, limited beliefs. Yeah, yeah, limiting beliefs, you know, belief systems, limiting belief systems. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I, uh, that's, that's right. one. And then the fears that are associated with the limiting beliefs. Okay. You know, and the fears can show up as fear of failure, fear of success, which, by the way, is probably the most cryptic fear, in, especially in business, uh, is fear of success, fear of rejection, fear of selling. And then, uh, you know, n- another one, since you asked about the five fears, is what we call, uh, and it kind of has many faces, the fear of being found out. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I deal a lot with, uh, you know, small, medium-sized business owners, you know, privately held corporations. And these leaders, because they often don't come from a big corporate background or a big, you know, great business background, they feel like frauds. Uh-huh. Ninety-five percent of the people who have done in-depth work with me at some point said, I feel like a fraud in part of the leadership role I'm in. And my guess is that's true in corporations, too. Uh-huh. So say a little bit more about that. You know, in psychology, they call that the imposter syndrome. But why, why do they feel like a fraud? Because I think it's because we feel like, you know, you know as leaders, we have to wear so many hats and you can't be great at so many hats. You can only be great at a few things. And so, you know, if you're, you know, great technically or you're great in sales, you know, maybe you're not great in operations. So, you know, when you, when you have all these different uh, roles or hats you have to wear, it's very difficult to be great at all of them. But people look at you like and expect you to be great, or, or at least we put that on ourselves. Uh, sometimes, especially in a smaller business, because you know we don't have as many people to fill in our you know the gaps where we're not as great. So it, you know there's that sense of you know I, I have to cover it up because I don't want people to know that you know I get afraid and 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 even you know, when I was talking with Jeremy Bloom, you know the best mogul skier ever, you know, and we talked about fear. It's so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. And I said, Have you ever been afraid? He rolled his eyes up into the back of his head. He said, Of course. Uh huh. And like, duh. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he's also a, a professional football player for three years, which is pretty amazing. You can do both those sports. You know, and he said, you know, TC, I was the smallest guy in the football field. Of course I was afraid. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, it's fascinating because I'm listening to you, and I know in our, in our work on happiness, TC, that men fear not having enough. Women fear not being enough. And mm-hmm. it sounds like they kind of cross over in this sports arena. They, they do, and, and you know, and with, with the leaders I work with, it, it, they actually have both of those, Kathy. Mm. So the other thing I'm, I'm hearing, TC, that's kind of interesting uh, is this sense of consistency maybe around the fear. You know, I'm really great at this, these things. Here's something I'm not so great at. And, you know, one, I want to be great at what I'm doing, but it's kind of this lack of consistency. And, and so if I'm not so good at this, then maybe they think, well, maybe you're not so good at the thing you really are good at, this kind of consistency issue. Consistency, absolutely. And, and so I want to go, can I go back to yeah. uh, fear of success a little bit? Because, Kathy, I think, you know, in your work this, you know, with women, this, this really comes up big. Um, you know, with, with women in corporations and, w- and women entrepreneurs, if they're really successful, you know, their fear is this takes them more away from their family. Mm. And so, you know, what I've found is that in the past probably two, three years, the, the topic that people are, are most grabbing hold of and wanting to really understand more is what I call aligned minds. Mm-hmm. Aligned minds. And that's an alignment between your conscious goal and your subconscious mind. And that's where these limiting beliefs and fears reside, which goes back to your original question, really, of why do I focus on them? Mm-hmm. Because it's a conflict of goals. And, you know, as coaches, I'm sure you run into that all the time. So this is a conflict of goals that's really big with, women, with many, many women, which is, you know, home life versus professional success. Right. And, and it, but it shows up in so many ways that people don't understand to so take my life, you know, you and I, uh, Kathy, we talked about, you know, the book that I'm writing, and there's a you know, part of me that's so excited for that, and, you know, I believe it ha- it's going to help a lot of people tremendously, and that's going to put me out on the road. Conflicting goal. I'm an introvert. I love being at home. I love digging in gardens. I love playing with kids. I love being with my dog and my family, and being on the road is a conflicting goal. Right. So I have to resolve those two sets of goals so that I can be successful at both and feel good about both. 
But most people don't understand their conflicting goals because they're in their subconscious mind. So, you know, uh, TC, when you and I talked uh, just this last week, that subconscious piece uh, is really important. And I think it's always mysterious, not only to us, to anybody. Um, So how do you get at some of that, you know, that may lead into not being aligned in their goals? How do you you find out what is going on more, uh, as you're calling, subconsciously? The, it's a great question, and I don't ever have a great answer. I get asked that question a lot <laughs> when I do presentations, and uh, you know, I, I can do it here because I have the you know the tools, the power tools to do it really fast. When I work with people in small groups or individually, and and you know, the work that Kathy was just a part of, you know, the Blast Through Fear project is really uh, a project to get information out. You know, to take to have people go through a stepwise process of identifying, you know, their fears and what might be in the subconscious that they weren't aware of, and bringing it to consciousness. Because what's really amazing is once you bring these subconscious fears to consciousness, it's actually usually pretty easy to resolve. Right. And so it is a, but it is a fairly long step-by-step process because you know by. Um, definition what's in the subconscious is not known to us. Right. No, really, um, just so you know, and I'm, maybe, TC, you can do a little bit of background here on the project that you were just speaking about, the this, um, Breaking Through Fear project and how uh, you had asked me in an interview to talk about some of my most fearful moments. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a lot of requests to do work around resolving fears, mm. you know, from Fortune 100 companies, you know, down to individual Salespeople mm-hmm. and executives. So you, I, I want to start. I'm starting to target it specifically to groups, and because I get asked to, to speak and work with women's groups a lot, mm-hmm. we just did a project, or we're doing a project. It's probably a better term, um, called "Blast Through Fear for Women in Business." Mm-hmm. And since I'm not a woman, I was, you know, the area expert on it. And we had a variety of amazing women which Kathy was the leader of, and I really appreciate your help on this project, Kathy, in, in bringing um, a woman's perspective to what are the fears that women have in business and then how can we resolve them. And that, that's an audio training that um, should be coming out in the next couple of months. We're having some trouble with the recording, and uh, I'm hoping that we can clear up the audio quality enough that it's going to be a, a, a good audio training and uh, be very disappointed if we can't. And then, so maybe um, one of the things, TC, just trying to get an idea for our audience, I, I know just talking about the fears, you know, and as, as a psychologist, you know, I went through all the school and got a Ph.D., and, and when I was in practice, I found that most of the time, all I, a lot of what I was doing was hearing what someone was saying and normalizing it. You know, that makes sense because this, this, this. And I remember thinking, you know, for so many people, whatever they're experiencing feels abnormal. And so not, it's not the only thing I did, but a big part of it was trying to normalize. And I imagine that kind of with the unconscious fears, because when it's unconscious, it just seems so big, so broad, so overwhelming. And then you finally get it out, and if it can get normalized, it almost shrinks the size of the fear. What, what have you found about that? Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I love how you said that, normalizing it. Yeah, you, 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 you use the nice psychological terms now. I, I just <laughs> lay people terms now. <laughs> That's okay. It all comes up. I'm probably too far away from school, really. <laughs> yeah, the, the way we, uh, we talk about that is, you know, first is you have to identify your fear. We, we tend to run away from them because we don't want to be afraid. Right. And so first thing is you have to identify and just embrace it. Just embrace your fear like you're hugging it. It's part of you. It's okay. You know, fears aren't all bad. It's, you know, they're going to tell you something. They're going to tell you something about what you need or what you don't need or what you want or don't, what you don't want. So, you know, rather than judge them as bad, you know, just say, okay, you're part of me, so I'm going to take you in and embrace it. So identifying it and embracing it is first step, uh-huh. which I think is normal, what you said is normalizing. Right, right. And then the second part of that... Shall I wait for the second part? Yep, we're going to go to a quick break. (laughs) And we will be delighted to hear more about the second part as soon as we come back to Leadership Development News. So don't go away.
market's up or down. Or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence? so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the happiness equals profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, whathappyworkingmothersknow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're in our last segment talking with... Uh, Dr. T.C. North here. We're talking about fears, which we all have. And, and T.C., you were saying about how you deal with them, you know, as far as embracing fears, uh, kind of bringing them out. In a, and, you know, Carl Jung talks a lot about that being the shadow and bringing them out of the shadow and embracing it. So maybe you can tell us about what else you do and any kind of success stories you've had with, with some of these strategies. Yeah, that, that's great. And I'm going to just finish that second and, and third yeah. up real quickly, if I may, really. Sure. Yeah, so after you identify and embrace the fear, you want to disidentify with the fear. Mm. So, so many people go, you know, I, I am a scaredy cat, I'm a worrier, I'm this, I'm that. And what they're doing is they're identifying as, you know, they are fear, they are a fearful person, rather than seeing fear as a set of, 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 of thoughts that right. come into your brain and leave your brain. They're all temporary. So, you know, the belief system may be there, but the belief system may have been there for a long time, but again, it's temporary. Everything that's in your brain is temporary. So, you know, when you disidentify, you go, it's not me, it's just something that's temporary, so now I can deal with it. And that takes us to that that concept that you like so well of an invader in your brain. So, uh, so the main thing, embrace the fear, disidentify it, and... uh... And then let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about the invader. And then, and for people who haven't gotten the TC's website, he's got him uh, presenting, and it was very good. He did a good job on that. And and I hadn't heard this, uh, 
but that what comes into your brain is like an invader. And then you kind of went through the whole thing about like an invader in your house. So maybe talk a little bit about that, and then we can hear some success stories. All right, great. And, and this is, you know, I presented this all over the United States and Canada, and I think this, this one concept of taking control of your destructive thoughts is probably the most popular and one of the most simple things I've ever taught because we all have destructive thoughts associated with our fears. So um, when you have a, a, a destructive thought, again, recognize it as, as something that's temporary, and it's an invader in your brain. So if you, if you think of it like you know, your, brain, your brain is like your home where all of your, your emotions live. It's where your courage lives, your confidence lives. It's where your self-esteem is. Kathy, it's where your happiness is. Right, right. So you know, think of your brain like your home of all these valuable emotions. Would you let... An invader come into your physical home, your physical home, and steal your valuables? Would you let your, an invader, a uh, thief, come in and steal your TV, your computer, your spouse? <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I do that, when I ask that question at workshop, I always get a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can, turk, they, they can take the dirty laundry and they can take all the stuff I don't want. <laughs> I, okay, quick aside, I had one guy raise his hand once at a workshop when I got to that and I asked that question, he raised and goes, hey, man, if, uh, if, you'll, if you'll take my wife, I'll throw in the TV and computer. <laughs> <laughs> Funny stuff always happens. Absolutely. But, you know, fear uh, and, and happiness or fear and appreciation cannot coexist in the brain. Uh, so th- those are good things to remind people of. You know, if you're feeling too fearful, humor is a good way to get away from it. Excellent. And, and the antidote to all this, and we'll go back to the, the four steps in a second, but the antidote is, is, is happiness and, and or confidence. And so, you know, the other way to deal with fear is to develop those things. You know, love, confidence, happiness, fear can't coexist with those things. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, so I call those antidotes to fear. Exactly. So, you know, while we're diminishing, weakening the fear, we're also strengthening those parts of the brain. It's like selective body parts. Now we're, we're training the brain, just like a, a bodybuilder selects different body parts to build, I select different parts of the brain to weaken and strengthen. And, they, and we call those neural networks, different neural networks in the brain. So anyway, back to the, the four steps. So the steps, you know, the simple, simple but powerful technique, I mean, when you have a destructive thought, is first you have to recognize when you have a destructive thought. Mm-hmm. Second is you stop it, and you stop it with force, just like you would stop an invader in your home, mm-hmm. because it's stealing your most valuable possession, mm. your most valuable emotions like happiness. So, but that's good. In a, you know, I know there's all kinds of things about stop it. You know, people have rubber bands on their hands and stuff. But I like what you're saying is, is, is to stop it because I think if anything, we kind of feed it and we kind of go, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, what am I going to do? And then it feeds it versus really strongly stopping it. Yes, and going back to the analogy of uh, a bodybuilder, every time you think a negative, destructive, or fearful thought, you're actually building that part of your brain and then making it stronger. Uh-huh. And that's why worry is such an incredibly horrible thing to do to yourself, uh-huh. because you're making your fear so strong that that's all you can experience at some point, uh-huh. is continued worry. So the third step is you can't just stop because, you know, the brain does not like voids. So you stop the destructive thought, and you have to replace it with a constructive thought that's related to the thought that you're stopping, mm-hmm. and it has to be positive and in your control. Mm. And then the fourth step, because I grew up in behavioral psychology, and I still believe the conditioned response works, is you reward yourself by saying, yes, or I'm glad I'm taking control of my brain today, so you acknowledge the fact that you just were successful at taking control of your own mind. Mm. So you kind of reward the reward yourself for for catching it. A lot of times I say I say you have to catch it and then redirect it, and so that's kind of what you're doing with this uh, three and four is redirect it and then acknowledging it. Absolutely, you got it. Well, let's hear some success stories because I know it sounds like uh, in the workshop that Kathy was in that you were sharing some of that. You got it. Um, success stories. Let's do uh, let's do a small business first. I uh, started working with a small business owner. Uh, he had a run rate, revenue run rate of around $6 million. This was seven months ago. He's now at a run rate of about $11 million a month right now. Mm. So what's that, about 80 90% growth in seven months in, an, in a not very good economy. 
And so what we did was, you know, we looked at, you know, what was in his way. And this is interesting because the difference between sort of the large corporation, the executive in the Fortune 100 or the Fortune 500 company, will probably have somewhat different challenges than, you know, the person in the small business or the medium-sized business. And this is an example of the, of the small business owner because his blocks were um, included everything, you know, beginning with his wife. Mm-hmm. And you know his his need to be respected by his wife is so great mm-hmm. that his fear of failure and thus disappointing his wife was immense. Mm-hmm. So it's not only the fear of failure of losing the business and going out of business, but the loss of respect of his wife was tied to that. So very very personal um, fear of failure there. He also had uh, partnership misalignment where his partner and he had uh, different strategies, and they, they hadn't resolved their basic strategic plan. And so getting them on the same page and, and getting them on the same vision and strategies was huge. Because um, now then they became aligned, and that's like aligned minds individually. Now it's partnership alignment. So this is <coughs> Leadership Development News. We're coming to the end of our show. TC, we wish we really had some more time. We'll have to just get, you know have you come back because it sounds like you're doing some great work. And I know you're working on a new book, Top Secrets of World-Class Athletes and Business Leaders, to kind of pursue even more of what you've been telling us now. And maybe you can just let us know one more time your website if people want to get more information from you. You bet. It's, it's my name, tcnorth.com. Well, so thanks so much for uh, taking the time and being with us. And this is Leadership Development News, and tune in again next week. Really, Kathy, thank you so much. You're welcome, TC. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.